0: Oh, hello. And thanks for tuning in with God is So I was um, diagnosed finally diagnosed with narcolepsy. I knew I had it. But at first they diagnosed me with hyp um idiopathic hyposomis, which just means excessive daytime sleepiness with excessive daytime sleepiness with unknown cords. I started um, having excessive daytime sleepiness in 2005, I think it was. I had two sleep studies done, you know, sometime before 2010, and they did diagnose me, like I said, with idiopathic hypersomnia, possible narcolepsy without the cataplexy. Um, and cataplexy is when people have strong emotions and their knees may buckle and they drop off and fall asleep. I don't have that, but I do have um, excessive daytime sleepiness. The feeling is very uncomfortable. It's almost like you took a sedative. You get really, really, I get really, 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 really sleepy. It's not like when you regular sleepy, like is you just have the urge, like you need to wherever you at, you just need to lay there and go to sleep, like right there in that spot. And um, it's very, very uncomfortable. It 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 decreases your quality of life. You know, I'm I'm surprised that I managed working with children never fell asleep in the classroom, and that's because when I have those sleep attacks, if I am sitting, I get up and just walk around until the, the attack done, you know, subsided, which takes like 15 to 30 minutes for the sleepiness to wear off, and then maybe two or three hours again. It uh, two or three hours later, they gonna happen again. So here it is, because I was supposed to have a sleep study done five years ago. A daytime sleep study to see if I had narcolepsy, and I was unable to get it because right before the test I had lost my health insurance, so they had no health insurance to pay for it. So therefore, I just continued to suffer. So I landed a job with some health insurance, and I finally pushed to get my sleep study done. They did a nighttime sleep study and a daytime sleep study. The nighttime sleep study diagnosed was hypersomnias, and. Snoring, and I've been snoring for I don't know how long. My sister used to get so mad at me because she had the room. If I fell asleep before her, because if I fell asleep before her, she could go to sleep. <laughs> that's, that's funny. So anyway, and then they did the um daytime sleep study, and what you get a series of five naps every two hours. To sit and see for um 30 minutes. Well, each time I took the nap, which was at 8, 10, 12, 2, and 4, guess what, y'all? I fell asleep. <laughs> Good. I like from anywhere from I think anywhere from five to eight minutes after laying down, I went to sleep. And guess what? I didn't even know I went to sleep. I thought I did not go to sleep, but the sleep study showed that I actually fell asleep five times. Now y'all know that's ridiculous, right? So, now they're going to put me on this medicine. Uh, I forgot how you pronounce it. It starts with an A. Uh, I can't think of it. And I also have learned that if I go to bed early, like 8, 9 o'clock, because I have to get up at 5 to go to work because I have to be to work at 7. But if I go to bed at 8.30, so they're going to get me around 9 to 10 hours in bed before I got to get up. That's a little bit better than me going to bed at 10 and got to get up five because it's less hours that I'm in bed. My sleep is fragmented, which means, you know, I wake up constantly. I wake up to the lightest noise. I don't enter deep sleep or if I enter deep sleep, I don't stay there very long. So that's why when someone even come into my room, knock on the door or the phone rang, I may smell smoke. All these little things, I will wake up. And when they did the sleep study, I had 44.5 arousals for no apparent reason. And I also have restless Lake syndrome, which I developed after taking um, Neurontin, which is an anti-seizure medicine, but it was used as a sleep meds when I was suffering from depression. This sleep study onset started right after I got off the meds for depression and I truly think there's a link between that medicine, Zoloft, whether it was Zoloft or Neurontin or Lexapro or trizadone, one of those medicines I really think because it alters the chemicals in your brain. And a sleep disorder is a neurological disorder. Neurological disorder also uh, certain the chemicals in the brain that deals with sleep ain't there and my brain for sleep is the part of the brain that controls sleep ain't functioning anymore. So I really believe, I don't think this shit is hereditary, I believe the medicine contributes. I swear, I really believe that the medicine contribute, Not the snoring because I always had that. So now the plan is to go to bed. I'm laying down right now and it is now, let me see what time, it is now 7.39, preparing myself, laying down and in my bed. I think I'm going to get, up, and going take a quick shower and then come back and lay down and prepare myself to go to sleep and so now I'm, I'm gonna sleep until i wake up tomorrow saturday so i don't have to wake up at five but more times out of ten i I'm probably gonna wake up five or six between five and seven anyway because on the weekend i wake up around seven even though i ain't got nowhere to damn go and then at eight o'clock i will take the pill and hopefully that the pill will keep me awoke uh, without the sleepiness for a couple, at least until, for the rest of the day, until I go to bed, hopefully. I pray that this medicine works. I pray that there is no side effects. I really hate to have to take medicine, but I've been suffering for the 15 years, and it's really, really beginning to affect me. My memory, like, I be forgetting small shit. Like, I lay my phone down and forget that quick where the hell I put it. Or I may um, be talking to one of my students and forget a child name. Uh today I, my son drove me to work. Came to pick me up and drove me to work. And my pocketbook was on my lap lap. But when I got the car, guess what I forgot to pick up? My damn pocketbook. So yes, I wake up very, very um still sleepy. Like I still sleepy. Don't even feel like I slept. Sometimes I'll be operating on maybe three sleep three hours of sleep. Like last night, I had a hard time going to sleep. I went to bed like nine and didn't fall asleep to damn near two o'clock in the morning. That's because I had stuff on my mind. That's why I have to control my stress. I have to have healthy relationships because I am an overthinker and that will affect my sleep at night, which will make me be uh, insomniac. And that's not good because I have restless leg syndrome. The first sleep study showed period periodic leg movement but this sleep study didn't show that so yes don't take your sleep for granted and if you're having a hard time sleep or you're suffering from excessive daytime sleep and sleepiness suffering from insomnia fragmented sleep go get the sleep study done because it's very very important um not getting a proper adequate amount of sleep does affect your overall health You know, I was reading that I may have to worry, you know, I have to worry about diabetes too. I have to worry about heart disease. You know, my cholesterol, it does, your cholesterol uh, is a contributing factor to your high cholesterol. Like a lot of stuff can go wrong when you are not getting a proper adequate amount of sleep. Take care of yourself. God is hard